2: Mitz Coffee has offered premium roasts of world-class coffee to the upper Midwest for years. And as cold weather changes the tint of the Northwoods, Mitz offers you Laughing Goose Blend Dark Roast, a coffee that will shake the cobwebs loose and lift you into your day's events. Laughing Goose is the perfect mix of strength and taste, like the mighty bird that gave it its name. There is no problem or challenge you can't soar over after three or four mugs of Laughing Goose. The strong, rich flavor of a dark roast, with the smooth drinkability of a medium blend. Strong, hot, straight from the pot. What more could you ask for on a crisp autumn morning? And of course, Mitts still offers its full range of coffee blends, including Morning Dove, Early Morning Blend, for those who need a milder start to the day. Yodeling Loon Espresso, our strongest blend for a potent cup. And Whistling Wood Duck, Medium Roast for those who like to keep a full pot on all day long.
3: <laughs> Laughing Goose is yet another of the flavorful coffees offered by Mitts House of Fine Roasting. Mitts Coffee, the brew that flew with the great Northwest. From the glow of St. Paul's Number 1, welcome to another edition of Cabin Country. Give us the time and we'll take you out of the traffic and away from the levee. Let's find the place where the loons call out among the moonlit waves, where the wind sighs among the Norway pines. Pull up a dock chair, have a sip of your coffee, and get a line in the water. This is Cabin Country. Now here's Bjorn Lloydsted, and I'm Fudd Klugman, with another woodland escape.
1: What's inside it oh now? Lord. Spam in my lunchbox at work it's the bar. Really makes a darn good sandwich any
3: way you slice it at all. Alright, welcome to Spam Country. Spam. I'm Fud Klugman. I'm Bjorn dad And uh you're listening to our attempted cover of of a Weird Al Yankovic song. Parody he did of You remember. Weird Al, that's uh, oh yeah. Every generation oh, yeah. Xer should remember that from absolutely. The eighties and Spam by Weird Al is a, is a parody of REM's Stand. Stand in the place where you live. That's right. And uh, though I tried to get a hold of uh, Weird Al <laughs> to get permission to use his version, I right. I well, I it just became shorter, easier, and less of a legal headache. To let's just try to
4: do it ourselves. Sure, and, so. and well done, sir. Well done.
3: I tried my best Michael Stipe slash uh, Weird Al nasally sound, but it, to me it sounded more like David Lynch, if anybody's a fan <laughs> out there. It's spam! Coop! Anyway, uh, even that was bad. Good coffee. And hot. <laughs> I think I need more. My imitations yeah. tonight are not so good. <laughs> yes, uh, we're, we're talking all things spam tonight. It I mean, is a spam-themed show. We, 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 we had a, a wonderful uh, evening with the authors yes. of the yes. book of spam
4: the book of spam
3: by dustin black and dan armstrong sat fireside with them and that's right over at dustin's beautiful, house in beautiful Saint outside
4: Paul. Uh, environs and and talked all things spam
3: yes they have this this great book that uh, published in nine, 2007 excuse me and uh, it's just a great it, you could just open it up anywhere and it's just littered with so many great photos
4: and references and references and it's anecdotes very comedic I, I a little bit larger and i'd call it a coffee table book yeah you know yeah kind right. of thing you, you sit down and enjoy and just take some time and look at
3: it's it's very it's very fun and indeed of, of course spam is
4: just world renowned without a doubt uh and a little know, bit of minnesota going all over the globe
3: that's right. See, it's it's from, when I say spam country, it's... We're
4: not getting. We're not far off. Austin, Minnesota. <laughs> Austin, Minnesota. That's is right. It's just kind of
3: due south of us here. You uh, bet. Uh, that's the Hormel Incorporated. They uh, produce all kinds of great... Purveyors of fine... yes. I've, I've had heated. much bacon, and, of course, back in the day, some Spam. You bet. I haven't had it for a while, but after our talk with Dustin and There Dan, might be a
4: can or two yeah. in the future. Absolutely. I, I, yeah. Absolutely. That,
3: that sounds good. Also, if you're a Monty Python fan, well, it, it, they, they're keen on Spam.
4: Spam was a frequent flyer on the Flying Circus. I mean, yeah, way, was... way
3: back in their early uh, comedy sketches, the Flying Circus sketch, yep. uh, like 70 or 1971. Right. Yeah. If you can look it up on on YouTube. Spam, spam, spam and you'll yeah. you'll see the sketch just keeps
4: coming. That's right. How many <laughs> Vikings how many ways setting can at a can table? You get spam into a, a <laughs> English <laughs> breakfast at a at a Spam, spam, a spam diner, Spam, yeah, spam,
3: so. spam. Anyways, you'll have to check that out. It's good stuff. But uh, and they they've got of course the Spam a lot, uh which is on Broadway now and it's even being made into a film. Film, uh, think. version of of the play. Yeah. So, uh and I guess the Spamalot uh name comes from a song that was in the the Holy Grail movie. Right, right. Where we're knights of the round table, we eat ham and, and jam, jam and Spamalot. And yeah, Spamalot. Absolutely. So that's where it comes from. Good stuff. And again, I uh just for the fun of it, I tried reaching out to uh, <laughs> see if I could connect with Eric Idle of Mon- Monty Python. And uh, when I went to his page, it had the usual website things of blogs and upcoming events and all this kind of stuff, and but when it said contact information, <laughs> the answer is no. Is, is what it's literally what it says. So, well, <laughs>
4: I mean, I can only Eric imagine Arnold. he's been asked about a million times. Uh, yeah, you yeah. know, one of the, so we could have been a million and one. You know, come on, <laughs> what, what's, what's the what's the, there's the outside chance this could happen. You yeah, know, well, come on, yeah, but, you uh, just yeah, never. Uh, but it, it fair uh, enough, it, it fair enough.
3: Turns out it's easier to try to do our own. Yep. <laughs> Silly imitation of it, but uh,
4: but anyways, let's... Uh, Go to the fireside. Get to the fireside with Dustin and Dan. Dustin and Dan. Spam Talk. Cabin Country. Spam. 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 Lovely
5: Spam, Lovely Spam, Lovely Spam, Lovely Spam. Lovely spam. Lovely spam. Lovely spam.
3: Dustin, you were just explaining that your daughter is going to dress up as a can of spam for Halloween?
1: Yeah. Uh, our, they're her school. Uh, I have two nine year old daughters. Their school does Halloween where you can't dress up like uh, they're, character. They're actual twins,
6: not Irish twins.
1: Actual twins, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Minutes apart. And uh, so she decided she's going to dress up like a can of spam. And technically,. Wow. It's within bounds because they just have to carry a book with them while they walk around right. the well, parade, and you know. it's on the cover of a book. So it's, book a, it's a
6: major character. Well, oh, that's awesome. You're still trying to squeeze out book sales? Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I got the Amazon. I got a QR code at the bottom. Like, I get a nickel every time. When did the book get published originally? Uh, 2007? Yeah, we started working on it in 2005. We got our deal with Atria. They're a division of Simon & Schuster. And uh-huh. Took about a year of writing and then about a year of editing and publishing and released it in August 2007.
6: A lot of tears in that time frame, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was like a six-month window. They didn't return our calls, and we thought, well, it was fun while we did it, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ah,
6: (laughs) whoops. The the initial check cashed, so that's all we really cared about. They (laughs) They can't take it back, yeah. We were both working at the ad agency that Hormel employed for... Okay. Their spam work amongst all their other oh, okay. advertisings, and we were working on that for oh, many years.
1: Yeah, five or six years later, we basically had a pile of unused jokes. And one day, I said to Dan, "I said we should, we should put these together in a book." And uh, so we went to our boss, as uh, creative director, and said, "Hey, we want to do a book." And he's like, "Good luck with that pipe dream." <laughs> went down to Hormel and said, "We want to do a book," and he said. Good luck with that pipe dream. (laughs) But they gave us a contract and a licensing agreement. And I had a couple connections and we found uh, an uh, agent out of New York. And she loved the idea. So she pitched it to a couple dozen publishers and five of them bid on it. And uh, we went with...
6: That was the most popular I've ever felt. Yeah, <laughs> all the rage. All yeah. the rage. Yeah. with five publishing Hot property companies fighting over us. Yeah, well, five. So <laughs> so big five.
3: was the key to have uh, publishers uh, to to sort of knock on Hormel's door. I mean, well,
6: how? they they just they didn't want to fund it when 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 we went to them with it. They were thinking, oh, great, yeah, how, how much are we going to yeah, what are we going to gonna gonna have to pay for this oh, to happen? Yeah. And right. so you know, they were like, yeah, 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 no, nobody's going to be interested in that. And it turned out to be basically a two hundred eight page brochure. Yeah, uh, that was you know the, that Simon and
1: Schuster foot the bill for. Wow, right. yeah, right. written by the same people doing all the ads that right. were on the <laughs> <laughs> national trying, TV trying and things like that. Trying to put pirates and
6: monkeys into their TV <laughs> spots <Yeah. laughs> successfully, we got pirates and monkeys into the book and
3: <laughs> The book is, is rich just, with imagery. Oh yes, it's yeah. just all kinds of funny stuff. stuff and hilarious anecdotes. Wow. So it's like. Seems to me, even though it's a, what do you say? How many pages? Two hundred. I think two hundred eight.
6: I, f- I still feel every single one of them. I was going to say the the
1: <laughs> the effort involved must have been monumental. Our editor, she had a great idea. She's like, I want it to be. I can't what she called it, magazine style or whatever. She goes, I want you to be able to flip to any page and any spread tells its own story. It was like Gilligan's Island versus uh, Game of Thrones. Yes. yes. <laughs> with a much better ending. Yeah. <laughs> so we have chapters, but really it's sort of, you know, each spread's it's, its own sort of self-contained Stand story. Alone. Yeah, and so then we sort of pieced it out in terms of, like, we're going to try to do some recipes. So we have a six-year-old girl teaching you how to make Spam mac and cheese, and we've got a armless pirate teaching you to make... I don't remember what that was spam. That might have been the mac and cheese, because it was gold and in a in a. Pirate. How could you forget?
6: How, how dare you? Blimey!
1: I know. It's <laughs> Teaching it's, it's, spam yeah. shorthand. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, but then we, you know, through a collection of friends that illustrated and pictures we took and stock photos we bought, we, we spent the initial check uh, making the book, which, in hindsight, is a major regret I have in life.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yes, our, our children's college could have been paid for by yeah, yeah
1: Yeah, It's Some of the funniest stuff I've seen in a long time. I mean, in you know,
4: with it being a local a local product, you know. I mean, tongue in cheek. You know, people have made cracks about spam forever. Is like, well, you know. And yet, at the same time, everybody's had it.
6: Everybody yeah, knows what and, it is. And that—that that was a phenomenon that that you know. I wanted to that, that, that what we were working towards with the the spam brand when we were working on that was yeah. stop people laughing at it and let's laugh with it, right? Because mm, right. you know, spam has a great sense of humor. Yeah. And and yes, a lot of people poke fun at it because it's I don't know, slimy or it's in a can or. You know, <laughs> they, they, people people question what the what the content is <laughs> right uh, when they right. shouldn't. Uh, that's explained in the book. But uh, right. oh yes, right. But I mean,
1: it, it's it's an extremely fun brand. Yeah, I, I've always loved working on it because no matter who you talk to, they've got a spam story. It doesn't matter. Like we've all had interaction, whether you love it, whether you hate it. Uh, I talk about. Uh, I did a campaign a few years ago with with 3M Command Strips, and we hired Tim Gunn to be our spokesperson, and. Uh, tim and i just bonded over spam he <laughs> grew up eating it he knew all about it and so we talked about spam for 15 it's the secret minutes. to his longevity it's the secret to his, yeah <laughs> how, how well get preserved in and out of yeah. some
6: of those very very tight exactly yeah, I mean, yeah yeah <laughs>
1: but it doesn't matter where you are and who you're talking to they're gonna know about it talk about it in some way and so it was kind of the great equalizer and yeah. that was the way we talked about we we did the tagline um long abandoned but it was crazy tasty and I still think that's great because it's like, it is like got a really unique flavor. And if you love it, it's got a crazy, tasty flavor. But if you don't like it you think it's weird, you just think it's crazy. And yeah. that sort of put two legs in in the camp.
3: I think of mash in the, like one of the first few years. The Spam Lamb. The Spam Lamb, yeah. Do you guys yeah. know what I'm talking about? No. The Greek uh, regiment was coming through. Oh, and, yes. And it was a yes. a, a, a Greek festival or a holiday coming up. And so they had all this great food shipped to the MASH unit, including a lamb, but, of course, Radar, if anybody remembers, was so attached to animals. How can you do this? Soft touch. And so he he kidnapped uh, the the little thing and shipped it home, and as Henry Blake says, to be Radar's little brother. Uh, But anyways, out of the crisis uh, of that... um, I think um, multiple Kansas spam later, we had the spam land. <laughs> yeah. Everybody was drunk on Uzo at that point. Uh, right. I didn't want to spend that much time on this
1: particular <laughs> chapter. Of, <laughs> yeah, we are all of looking s- at you right now, spam, right? but uh, being a being a mash fan, I guess. Absolutely, I, uh, I don't remember that. There was we did uncover a lot of like during the war. They would paint the side of the water tower. It would say Spamville, and yeah, things like oh, that because okay. mm-hmm. it was. But it, you know, spam was sort of a, a, a product of. Like Hormel's ingenuity, like an army marches on its stomach, right. you know, is one of the yeah, greatest right. truisms. Right. And, you know, during World War One, they were shipping all the meat with bones in it. And Hormel basically came and said, why are you doing that? Let's take the bones out, grind it up, pasteurize it in a can, cook it in a can, make it safe to transport. And so it really did revolutionize in the 30s how meat was transported. You'd put that, then you'd put that on the top of the war and the needs there with these Sort of uh, like Hawaiian and Guam, like th- their cuisine is is pineapple and rice and flavors that taste really, really good with salty ham. So you kind of ended up with this trifecta of like a new technology to feed the army. It's very ubiquitous. Right. And it tastes amazing with the local cuisine that was available.
6: Well, I mean, the beauty of spam too is if you're in a foxhole, you don't have to cook it. Right. If if you're if you're in a bomb shelter, you know, in 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 London, like right. uh, Margaret Thatcher was, right. she grew, she grew up on spam. She always right. had a soft spot in her heart for spam. And her Anderson shelter saved her life. Yeah. Spam
4: with a with a spork, that's good stuff. Um, as a history buff, I've always said I think it had a lot to do with the Navy, the Merchant Marines, and the Marine Corps presence in the Pacific all throughout the Second World War. But the fact that spam is such a Pivotal part of a lot of, you know, like the Marshallese Islands cuisine, you know, the you're going to see it in Fiji, you're going to see it all throughout the Pacific. And uh, I think people kind of forget about that. I Dan and I were sharing a a common story from youth. My dad was the same way when mom was off somewhere doing something, the, the spam was coming out. And this was the old school stuff too. That still had the 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 sought after spam jello, the gelatin kind of around stuff. it. I don't I don't <laughs> think they do that
6: anymore. I think that's no. A well, thing that, of the past. We know why.
5: <laughs> they, they,
6: they started adding a little bit of potato starch, and that kept the meat plasma. Like when you're when you're when you're when you're you know frying a, a hamburger patty. Yeah, yeah. All that all that grease that comes out of there. Sure. Uh, is just what it stays in the can so when right. w- without the potato starch it went to the edges of the can
1: where the heat was I see okay. it was actually it's actually pure protein it's the yep. best part of the meat for you like, oh really jelly, it's great for your
6: skin it's great for your skin <laughs> oh okay. rich in minerals. there are other are, are there
1: marital uh, <laughs> benefits to it well, as well that was uh, Project Aurora back in 2002 uh, at the I base, can't believe you remember it's at that. the base no, of the whole harp the
4: experiment yeah, I think. yeah. <laughs> high altitude low frequency and, yeah program. interesting it's uh,
3: okay, so I remember those things are listed, you know, those benefits of that, uh, that gelatin uh, being good for your skin and such is listed in the book. So you're saying, even teeth, though it's a, f-
4: nails and hair. it's
3: a funny book,
1: but that's not funny, it's really true? Oh, it's, you're, you're going to learn more from that book <laughs> then, than pretty much we, any other published. And I learned in truth a is fun school funnier education. Fiction, right? yeah. Wow. Yeah. Darn tootin'. So you, you got it back in the day, like they had the key, you know, like, oh, yeah. uh, just the way the hand oh, was made too, I think was fascinating. And it fascinating. seemed like every
6: time
4: you tried to use that key, it snapped off.
1: Right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And so, the,
6: like, the you know, there was no blood in the can, but you ended no, up with bleeding blood. on the yeah. can. You had your own. Right. <laughs> right. You've added your
1: own. Yeah. Well, right. That's kind of unfairly in the war. Spam got the credit for, you know, saving the war, for, you know, moving the military, but not all that was sent over there was actually Spam. They would always send these, like, big 12-, 15-pound loaves, and some, some of it was hormones, some of it was not. Okay. Um, yeah, but they, it all got they, wrapped up. They needed up.
6: so much of it that there, there were production facilities around the world, producing this stuff and some of it had not approved parts in there
1: yeah and a lot of it too when they were going at the speed they were if you don't get the right size it's too takes too long for the center to get up to temperature and takes too long for the center to get down to temperature to safe temperature so some of the problems of the initial you know were these cans that were too large or two different sizes and not hormel not hormel approved nice and rubbery on the outside and well, that's, so I mean, that's quasi. also why
6: the can is that sh- shape yeah. and size right? is, you know, because it goes through a long water bath yep. in order to get it just to the perfect temperature. Right. You start big those. ovens, jumbotrons, but I mean, that makes perfect sense just from
4: a, I'm, th- I'm thinking back to my old days at Big Brown, you know, we don't pay to ship bones. Why would we, you know, what's the point behind that, you know, get bone this stuff out.
6: Well, I, I wonder if there's a, another Minnesota product that has had that big of an impact on the world. Post-it notes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> Even that's only like Maybe? a 20 yeah, take that, 3M. Boop boo. boo. <laughs> the Ham's Bear? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, <laughs> the Ham's
4: bare from the land of
6: Sky Blue Waters. From an emotional standpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the weeping. The, the, the beautiful Count, bar lights, yeah, the, the, the Sky Blue Waters coming, streaming down my face. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Count Chocula, Blueberry. I'm talking about General right, Mills. Yes. Were they, yeah. they were General Mills, right? So that yeah. Means, yeah.
6: yeah. No, but, I mean, were those New York creations, you know, whoever was handling Probably, yeah. Remember, there was something called Quisp once upon a time that I. Mm, I remember Quisp. Yeah, yeah, very
4: strange, and it had a real Captain Crunch taste. Yeah, but mm. it was round.
6: Well, it was it was like between Life cereal and Captain Crunch. Yeah, so between, Yeah, and it didn't it didn't cause your yeah.
4: mouth to get filled with cuts. Like <laughs>
6: Captain Crunch. That's All the fiberglass. The sadists <laughs> who
4: invented
1: Captain Crunch. Have a bowl of this and bleed internally, you know? Yeah. Ah, we're going to make sure those taste buds <laughs> taste <laughs> that right. flavor. That's but right. that, Speaking of flavors, I mean, what's interesting about Spam is the like hundreds of flavors they've had over the years. I mean, probably oh, a... thousands at this point. Yeah. They, you know, depending on the world where it's at, they will do flavors specifically for that region. If there's something specific, if you go to Korea, it's different than Japan or whatever. And, my favorite was probably when they came out with bacon spam, because you know spam itself starts as salty bacon. So sit there and be like, "We're right. going to double down on that."
6: <laughs> yeah, uh, but it turns out it's the. Uh, if you like a hat, have you tried wearing two hats? <laughs> <laughs> <Double> <laughs> the
1: Sherlock Holmes approach, but there's that little uh, <laughs> bacon this. fat to that that's added how bacon fat to the the bacon mm-hmm. spam. Yeah, that's how you end up with well, extras. and as
4: as gentlemen who had to do the copywriting for some of this stuff, in the idea generation, the art direction. What was one of the strangest flavors of spam that came across your desk? I mean, were,
6: were there lots I of different? I mean, to me, I'm I love strange flavors, so none of them were that odd to me. but yeah. Um. I mean, I don't. The Tabasco was a fairly recent one that was very popular. I don't think that's... Yeah. Odd. Didn't they
1: do a pumpkin they spice? They did a pumpkin spice one a yeah. couple years ago. Pumpkin that spice. Made this
6: I, I tried to get my hands on that.
1: They only did like a couple thousand cans out of R&D, but it ended up just it's, making national news. It it's was huge. Se- <laughs> it's
6: that season again.
1: It's that season. I would think. Yeah. I would think. That was a weird one. They We did, we did a, a honey one with uh, Spamalot oh, when yeah. it came out. It was like
6: a honey ale,
1: honey mead. Yeah. Thing. That was pretty good. That was fun. Spamalot with Eric Idle came out probably about the same time, 2006. 2007, that was, we got to go watch uh, a dress rehearsal in Chicago. Yeah, that was great. That was great. We were sitting there.
6: met Eric Idle after that? That Yeah, I made him laugh. I felt
1: probably a highlight of my life, made Eric Idle laugh. I said, uh, thanks for inviting us to this dress rehearsal. I tried to sell the tickets out front, but no one would buy them. (laughs) He chuckled. Uh, But it was great because it was. uh, I think I got a much bigger laugh out of him. (laughs) You might have. I don't remember. When when he said, he
6: said, you know, in Korea, they give this as a wedding gift. And I said, yeah, that's because the the, the spam will outlast the marriage. Mm.
1: <laughs> chuckle. Yeah. Double chuckle. But it was fun because it was like probably <laughs> four or five of us in the audience. It was uh, Chris Columbus, who was the director, Eric Idle, two of us, a couple other I don't know, almost people from Chicago. <laughs> but then Hank Azaria was playing a lot of the characters, which was a lot of fun. So yeah. he oh, wow. at one point got stuck. He was Tim and the Enchanter and he was supposed to be flying across the background on his broom and it got stuck and so pretty soon he started going through all the simpson voices up there so <laughs> suddenly mo was hanging from the back and oh, suddenly man. like it was phenomenal yeah oh that's hilarious
3: how do you think uh, again who green lights something who gave eric idol the green light to say oh yeah go ahead and yeah, I mean, produce a musical on our
1: product just because know? he's such a well-known how, factor how, do you know how that? You know, you know I think in the you know early 2000s, like branded content was getting to be such a popular thing, right? Like, uh, and there was just happening a brand manager, Nick. Um, he was the same guy that gave us our licensing agreement, but okay. I think he saw For the, the potential and sure, you know, getting the name out there and didn't want to, you know, say no to Eric Idle and that type of thing would probably cause well, no. you know, more PR backlash. Yeah, and so yeah. huh. Good for them to at least yeah, take the. Yeah, I mean, lead. I, I think
6: I think putting a lawsuit against Monty Python uh, is not
1: <laughs> n- not in your best. In- just
6: just over well, you're going to make fun of our product. Well, the whole rest of the world does. Exactly. Good line. Luck.
5: Exactly.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, what was it like to work with the the originators of this product, Hormel? That that originates in what what part of Minnesota? Austin. Austin, Minnesota. Well, I mean, the
6: originators uh, started this in 1937, so they're all, as far as I know, long dead. Okay. Uh, so so we were dealing with with you know just uh, transient marketing directors.
1: Okay. Uh. <laughs> no, that's great. You know, Hormel doesn't get the credit for the innovation that they like constantly are chasing. I think that's one of the interesting things. They were have been around. You know, spam and the way that they cooked. You know, got rid of the bones. Cooked spam in a can is is one of a long line of things. They would pressurize their meat so they wouldn't have to add anything to it to get it to be shelf stable for a long time. Right. They'd put it at like, I don't know, whatever it is, a million tons per square inch, and that would kill bacteria cells, explode bacteria cells, so they're all natural, could sit on the shelf longer without any chemicals and mm-hmm.
6: squished into into
1: shelf stability. Into submission, yeah. <laughs> they did tetra packs, they would do like square boxes and things like that. So like they're always innovating which i think is always fascinating and it's kind of at the heart of like you know minnesota and
6: well I, i wonder you know their numbers must have just skyrocketed throughout the lockdown i you know, my, my son eats two slices of Spam every day, so I keep quite a bit of it on hand. You know, not not just for him, also for, you know, the pending apocalypse that right. we're about to have <laughs> said any yeah, I thought you were going to say the from, dog. Yeah, from just, any yeah. direction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would not feel, no, that's too good for the dog. It's way too good for the dog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they talk about the, you know, you've heard about the the lipstick, um, you know, to, to show with the recession or a boom economy, like yeah. lipstick sales will go up. Yeah, Spam is kind of on the opposite. Like, you can sort of trend a recession based on spam sales so yeah I have not
6: I don't it's it's back in stores I mean there was a huge chunk of time where whenever I saw it I would buy as much as was uh, I was able to right Uh, you know usually it was like limit of four pallets at at Sam's Club (laughs) or whatever you know Uh, but now it's back and it's and it's you know, fully stocked. So you I, think, or eight I think we're at doing great. Pandemics over, the economy's going great, and in, in, inflation's about to drop. I, I, yeah, spam is back. The canary's alive. We're, we're all
4: good. <laughs> bring, yeah. bring your own semi-trailer
1: filled with <laughs> crates of spam. But in it's bed. fun. I mean, like I always got to kick out of the different recipes and stuff because it is so versatile. Like I always say, you can't like hamburger. No one says you know brown up a package of hamburger and just eat it with a fork. Like you shouldn't do that with spam. Like slice it up, put it with some American cheese on a bun. It's amazing. You know, put it with some soy sauce, some, some mirin on some rice and wrap it in seaweed. You get yourself some good, you know, sushi spam, you know, you grind it up and put it with, you know, brown sugar and an egg and put some mashed potatoes on it. You got some really good, like, Cupcakes or something like Slice it <laughs> as over thin stuff. as you
6: possibly can, and just fry it for a second. And and you know, close your eyes and tell me that's not bacon, crisp and tasty. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> you fry it up hot. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a little you know bacon bite, essentially. Like, right. Nothing wrong with that. Well, and it got that great crispy edge on it too. Yeah. It like, Stay yeah. fair. I'm sitting there like at 98 degrees. I'm walking around sweating could sure go for some fried bacon That's right. <laughs> so get some spam bites there, there the, we go. under the awning delicious and refreshing for many
6: years i would make a thanksgiving stuffing that was the, the entire base of it was white castles okay yeah and, wow, then, yes. and then i would i would throw cube yes. spam in there too
4: Okay, and oh people
6: gosh. would lose their minds over it, and yeah. right. you know, they'd, they'd they'd say, "What the hell? What is this? This is <laughs> this unbelievable!" Is this? Oh my oh, God! <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I don't know you could cook. I can't, but this is this is what I did. <laughs> this Talked is my to cheat. Our friends at the yeah. castle, man. And then they felt somehow cheated. I'm like, "Why? This is yeah. it's yeah. yeah. delicious, fantastic. Yeah, Let, does it matter? matter?
1: Let your taste buds should it yeah. matter?" Yeah, right. I, I almost like if it feels good, do it. Right, you know? right. <laughs> I'm barely married today. I mean, for you know, <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> is the, is, does anybody? How are you okay. doing in there? <laughs> yeah. For one of the reasons, though, is when oh, we were sorry? early on dating. I one of my go-to recipes is I thin slice the spam, fry it, and then when it was about done, I would pour pancake batter over it sure. and it would sort of in, encapsulate that spam like sh- and you wouldn't see it it'd be like hidden like stealth right. spam so you'd right. you'd serve a delicious pancake and be like hey baby you know i gotta <laughs> check to it out make you some breakfast <laughs> sure. you'd cut into it and there'd be spam hiding in there
5: oh my god
1: right did it i never thought that was a negative but apparently that's enough for you know oh wow. she- almost okay, breakup yeah. i was yeah. gonna say did wow. it have
4: positive consequences or no no nah. mostly
1: just anger and flip tables and so you can't, they, you can't sneak any meat. You can't sneak. No, no. don't sneak. So sneak do you have in. a
3: divided house as far as the appreciation of spam? No, she
1: or? likes it. We like it. We got no problem cooking it up, right? But you just you need to know. I think what you're getting into in a meal, you want to have like your your spambugled. Yeah, spam-boogled, Yeah, Spam-boogled, even better. Yeah, spam. Very, yes. spang- very, spang- nice, very nice. <laughs> Yeah, very nice.
3: Well, we're going to take a short little break and toss another log in the fire here, but don't go away, folks, because Dustin and Dan have even more fun things to share about spam right after this.
2: It's intermission time. Take it away. Get more out of life. We suggest you treat yourself to hot melted cigarettes for a snack or a meal. Boy, does Junior go for them, and Sis likes them, too. These melted cigarettes made even more exciting with smooth, rich chocolate coating. Yum, yum. Come and get them right now. They are hot, they are delicious. We suggest you attend the church or synagogue right now for these mouthwatering hot melted cigarettes. The favorite of young and old alike for a snack or a meal. Hot melted cigarettes. Plenty for everybody. Yours is waiting for you right now. Attention outdoor and active types in cabin country. We proudly present CC30, the cabin country workout brought to you by the cabin country podcast in cooperation with Timberwolf channels. C90, C60, with the cabin country workout, you'll only need 30 minutes. Let's go. Start your workout by livering up your back with the CC30 fishing boat
3: bailout. All of our Timberwolf Gyms boast your choice of 12, 16, or 18-foot fishing boats, each holding a full three days worth of rain. Your choice
2: of coffee can or modified plastic milk jug bailing device. Empty that craft and move on. Squat poles? Who does that anymore? Timberwolf Gyms offer you the outboard start. Choose from a lineup of 5, 9, 25, and 40 horse vintage outboards, all of which await your best efforts to get them started. Some are flooded, others are just plain old. Pull with everything you've got. Once you've got that up and running, it's the chainsaw challenge. You've heard of lat flies? Here's the big daddy of lat flies.
3: Similar to the outboard start, but with a different stance and angle to really work those triceps, lats, back, and neck muscles. If the chainsaws are all in use, You'll get a similar workout with the Cabin Country Old Lawn Mower Pull. You'll pull until your arms ache and never get
2: these saws or mowers started. Aggressive, intense, some say almost impossible. And if it's straight up core, upper body, and arm strength training you're looking for, head out behind each of our Timberwolf gyms and choose your axe or maw. Right. It's stuff clearing or log splitting time. Cut. You're not done Cut. until you've stacked one full Cut. cord. This is the workout where the tires hit the pavement or the boots hit the trail. The CC30 workout, the toughest workout you'll ever love.
1: A lot of innovation though when we were working on it, but we helped introduce three ounce spam singles. Oh, um, yeah, 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 that was really a leap forward for humanity.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they used to only sell it in 12 ounce cans, right? And that's kind of an intimidating to say, like, I've got it's to a, figure out what to do with potion. 12, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they broke it down to three ounces in these little pouches, yeah, okay. Um, that's more accessible. If, go you to, if
6: you don't have friends, that this is a perfect size. <laughs> yeah, just you alone. Yeah.
1: It was great, though. We talked. To, we did, went to a lot of focus groups on this, and one lady, her thing was she'd keep a handful in her glove compartment, and whenever the kids got unruly and back, she'd just throw a couple back, and they'd have these little meat sickles for snacks, oh. and
6: oh. Nice. <laughs> <She'd> <laughs> throw nice. one into the child kennel. <laughs> in the
1: <back> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! So I really think this, that uh, was just part of what I, you know, feel like. You know, me keeping the wheels of capitalism moving has really contributed to society.
6: I think that day was when I learned that when you're in a focus group, the mirror, the two-way mirror that you can see them, it it, it doesn't hold back sound. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I <laugh> so loud.
4: <laughs> Well, on that same wavelength, and, and some would argue a similar product, I remember dating somebody once who said at uh, one point, as when she was an infant and teething, their family's tradition was freeze some hot dogs and then let the let the baby gum on a frozen hot dog. Oh. Huh. So <laughs> it would take care of the teething pain and also thaw out bad. the hot dog, like which f- is in its own right pre cooked. Right.
1: And right. then just gum away on this yeah, mealy. It, yeah. I feel like it's <laughs> a whole <laughs> territory Hormel has not explored. Like, yeah. teething meat. <laughs> well, I Teething meat teethers. <laughs> yeah. there, there, there was this
6: story in the book about polar explorers yeah. using spam. like to They'd throw frozen cans of spam at polar bears
1: because, you know, one. Knock them cold.
6: Yeah, knock yeah. them out, but also, oh, that's, that's some frozen meat there. Right. They oh, would yeah. get
1: excited, right. and they'd be like, yeah. I'm going to fry that up, and my baby polar bear is not oh, going to complain. A couple of beans, right. yeah. a couple of soft, soft sunny-side eggs. the <laughs> shape. But it's, I mean, Spam gets such a, uh, does a disservice. People think that, you know, Spam is full of, you know, whatever, lips and assholes or <laughs> monkey
6: meat or... Yeah, or uh, octopus tentacles awesome. or... Yeah. Yeah.
1: And really... Awesome. It, I mean, awesome. we've, we've yes. seen it, like, it's, yes. it's the good parts of the... Tasmanian devil. Yeah, it's pork shoulder and it's ham, a little salt... Sugar, yeah, sodium nitrate. Like the sodium nitrate just keeps it from turning gray. Yep, and that's it. Like it's not like the stuff that they don't put in spam goes right. into hot dogs, goes into sausage, right? But people eat those all day long. Hot yeah, like, oh, yeah. I mean,
6: pockets. Yeah, Sorry, give me four hot pockets. <laughs> <up. laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how many civilians have gotten the 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 factory tour, but we definitely did. Yeah. I mean, I I had to wear a, a beard. Net. Beard net, yeah, you know, suit up I and mean, things we, over we, your we, shoes. We, we were full head to toe, right? Has y- y- yeah, y- yeah, absolutely. And when I saw the raw materials that went in there, I was like, oh my god, if this was. If this was wrapped up uh, behind the glass at, you know, Kowalski's or, yeah. or whatever yeah. high-end grocery store you sure. can think of, Absolutely. no problem.
1: This should just be <laughs> the ad. We should just have video of all this meat falling into, like, 50-ton containers and just yeah. constant—people uh, would love it. They'd be like, oh, that's what's in Spam? Great. I'll yeah. try that. I it's, like that. It's, it's the mass quantities, I think, that some people get mm. bothered by, but— What's
6: 40,000 pigs a day? Up. Yeah, grow up. Am I remembering correctly for a
4: while they were doing—it was either, like, a shredded Spam— or like
1: a deviled spam. Oh deviled yeah, Deviled spam yeah. was there. Yeah, it was these little tiny round cans they yes. would do. You'd yeah. use crackers. Yes. you know that was like a little pate almost. Right, you it bet. was yeah. A spam meets a liver pate. No, no liver in there, but right. Yeah. Well, I don't know because meet it's,
4: the American taste a little better. I think you know. I mean, if you think about it, it's basically a high-end French pate.
6: Right, but Sans. but I think at the time that liver. was a throwback to you know, sixties kind of dinner parties, right. and then it didn't quite translate into you know, sure. the zeros. yeah. And then, yeah, now it might it, it might come back. I mean, I yeah. don't think you should call it deviled anymore.
1: We ate at a pretty fancy restaurant. Satanic. We ate a pretty fancy restaurant Mono-Lucks. last week, and they had um, Span. Uh, duck roulette. Uh, yeah. Am I saying that right? Duck roulette. roulette. R- 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 Works for r- me. I'm not French, but it's essentially the French way of preparing uh you know you grind up a meat you put it in a can or in a, in a container cook yeah. it uh and so we're eating it and i was like you know what this is actually just basically a duck version of spam duck spam it is and <laughs> it's yep. just very expensive and yeah. people were in shock <laughs> <laughs> at, at your your epiphany or the fact that uh... that they were eating basically really expensive duck spam French yeah I, I think <laughs> just <laughs> at the, bu-
6: the 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 brutal <laughs> irrefutable accuracy of yeah yeah, yeah. huh I'm wondering, too, if that product, if
4: you can go at it with a melon baller and... You know, do like oh yeah. Well, I mean, spam. regular spam, spam yeah. would be good.
1: Yeah, yeah that I mean, little spam meatballs popcorn or popcorn spam. Yeah, put it thing. on. Maybe just put a bunch of them on a bamboo skewer oh, and you got, like to
6: make to, to take to yeah. take a melon baller, uh-huh. get into a can of spam, and then suspend that in your Jello.
1: Ooh, uh-huh. your Jell-O. Ooh. Yes.
6: <laughs> yes, Halloween's yes, coming yes, right the around. Green green Jello with the, uh, with pink uh, spam balls. in
4: there? Ooh, takes on all kinds of great Think of the think of the
6: the kind of kitschy tiki party you could have with the well the, the kitschy recipe cards that we had stacks I mean, of oh, we had bet. volumes and volumes of them Absolutely. from the from the fifties forties fifties sixties they were like so many of them and so many of them to our taste were disgusting but we, I mean I wonder what revisiting those would look like now
1: yeah we should do we should make it that could be a spinoff of your podcast where you just do old. Crappy 40s and 50s recipes that are like. <laughs> well, the irony is, we did, to some extent. Remember,
3: with spam
4: okay. cooking with the in-laws. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. There was yeah. a short bit we did. With oh, that's some right, of those right, right. God-fearing, and th- then recipes after you your divorces. Family.
6: You didn't have in-laws
1: anymore. And was...
4: <laughs> None of them lived past 40 because of the heart disease. But it was... <laughs> no, I. You, you'd go to a lot of a lot of. Uh, I think FUD, both your and my. Relatives, family events. Yours was a little more cosmopolitan, I think, and a little younger. No, I don't know about that. Mine was a little more greater Minnesota, um, lived through some hard times, you know. Yeah. They were, my dad was the youngest, second youngest in his family, and he was still born during the Great Depression. So you would see some things. I thought it was normal to eat jello. With mayo on top of it, shredded cheese and lettuce. Wow, <laughs> you know, isn't that the, everybody I've does never that, seen right? That, no. No. Or that I, a salad wow. is yet again Jello filled with marshmallows and fruit cocktail. Right, never thought oh, it's a salad.
6: You're eating your salad, and you know, like, some, yeah. sometimes cottage cheese. Yeah, in yeah. with Why the not? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of I mean, that's uh, the, the, thing the grain that, is, that right? wouldn't die. Look, kind right, of right, right. Yeah, <laughs> floaty. Yeah. Well, I can't.
3: Does the book contain recipes? Nope. Oh.
6: No. Well, a, a handful. And, you know, that was something that we had a, a few complaints about, is yeah. that it wasn't a
1: cookbook. Oh, won't, there, won't. there
6: are cookbooks, and also, yeah. have you tried the internet?
1: Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, there's this crazy thing out there, this interweb. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. one of my favorite. And still, we still get spam re- we get reviews on Amazon on the book, and so I like to check that out every six months or so. And usually there's yeah. like... It's 50-50. Someone's excited they got this for three bucks to give to their, you know, senile uncle. Right. And the other fifty percent's angry. It's not like a cooking recipe and thinks it's, you know, completely... I didn't learn how to cook a thing. Yeah, we have pictures of recipes. That's what I was just kind of taking a look here. Like they really do. There's a lot of like. You know, mozzarella, tomato, spam. And I mean, there were hundred casseroles, not, thousands. Of I'm weeks. thinking like a shaved spam with melon. You know, mm. could, the, things, the baller is yeah, something I want to explore. I think that might be my fall season. I think the, I'm gonna the, the, the spam melon baller. Yeah, like yeah. I'm gonna either between suspending it or my or a glass of Midori. I'm, Ooh, <laughs> I yeah, and have a large gar- garbage bag. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah might come out as quick as it goes in, I guess. <laughs> a scattergun
6: approach. Yeah. I have made a Spam cheese ball for, I bet for it wasn't family bad. Christmas. I bet Eve. it wasn't half bad. No, it was pretty good. I mean, I I usually make things too spicy for my uh, uh, milk toast-flavored family. But yeah, I feel you know, your pain. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> they, they, it, would, it was quite the hit. Did you go... Whole
4: salted nuts on the outside, or flaked almond, maybe? Or? No, no, no. Just, just, just uh, cheese and, ju- and just meat. yeah,
6: cheese, cheese, uh, cream cheese, sh- uh, shredded cheddar, uh, all mixed up with the spam, and then formed lovingly into a ball. Oh, right, and then, uh, right, <laughs> and then some kind of uh, paprika.
1: Uh, no, some 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 other. Do you other like a mashed potato, like yeah. a shepherd's pie type of situation? No, you guys. Just give me a second. <laughs> Stop. There,
6: there was some other like uh, cream cheese, like frosting type thing around the outside, right, and paprika right. on top of that. Yeah. And, and I had other ideas, but I, I decided not to because I actually wanted people to consume this. Yeah, so, yeah,
1: yeah. My the best I've done, I think that were were spam cupcakes, which I don't know was like an o four or five like spam recipe contest, but it was. Oh yeah, yeah. The,
6: the Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: You grind it up. And then you put brown sugar, and egg, and maybe, I can't remember, something else. You put it in little muffin tins, bake it for a little while, Dijon mustard. Okay. And then you, you scoop mashed potatoes on top with a little bit of cheese and bake it a little bit longer. And they just look like cupcakes. They're the cutest little thing, but they're just delicious little meat, meat cakes. Meat cakes. Yeah.
6: Wow. Yeah, that that was a wonderful experience to to, to be a judge uh, for a couple of years at yeah. the, the spam cookoff, my the stomach was much more
1: iron back then in, in my <laughs> yeah. mid twenties. As a po- I, I still probably have the same outcome, but
4: yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I'm, I'm in. I'm in your. I'm wearing your shoes at this point because what I would have been able to eat at 25, no, I'm not going to make it through the night on at this point. What a bite or
1: two. Like it was. That's what's fun. It's like it's still. You're still surprised with like, uh, you know. Take your melon baller and cover it in mashed potatoes, and you got yourself a popsicle, or, right. you know, like <laughs> right. deep fry it. Like, there's all sorts of the technology that we, I don't think we've just touched the surface on.
4: <laughs> we've yet to oh, spam scratch recipes. the jello
1: of scratch the spam. Scratch the can. protein gel. Indeed.
3: Well, what about uh, in the book? You see all kinds of, you know, t shirts with spam, the spam mobile. I mean, the, the kind of team sports sponsored by spam. Is that, weren't we talking earlier that that has kind of gone away now, or are they, they, or, or the Spammobile doesn't travel anymore. That's blind is highways
1: and... Yeah, is in the some auto grave in the Uh-oh. sky. Oh. I don't know. I think the way that the brands interact with the public has changed quite a bit. I mean, I think they were way ahead of their time. Like if they would get back now, like social media would have a field day with something that interesting. There's absolutely there's lots of food brands. Tillamook does a great job with their little loafs and yep. you know things like yep. that for sampling and um so I, I, I think they abandoned it too soon but you know they're also marketing has changed so they do a lot of work with influencers these days so you know spam is actually kind of like a cult food that a lot of like underground restaurants are using and they're a sort of like a surprise ingredient and right. so they'll get food trucks in LA or they'll get a you know an underground restaurant in New York or whatever to use spam and that becomes some of the content so I think they've just found different ways that are Maybe more contained or a little less, you know, parking ticket inducing than <laughs> the mobile. <laughs>
5: mm.
1: Now I and
4: ideally we're not getting you into any legal trouble here, but I'm gonna ask the question that has to be asked. If you were given the opportunity to drive across country in a spam mobile or
6: the Wiener mobile. would you? I would do yeah. I, I think that would be an amazing way to see the out of doubt, but you've got to actually
4: make a choice here, Dan. Would you, would you take oh, this, the, was a, this was This was an either is, or. This is
6: yeah. Are you going to drive the Spam Mobile?
4: Are you going to you know?
6: Sorry, uh, the Oscar. Spamobile. I think Oscar I Mayer, mean, a, a Wisconsin product, well, right? Who's who? Uh, w- mm. what, what? What's the hourly? I don't know. Uh, between the two, <laughs> I haven't written a book about <laughs> the, the Wienermobile, so I would have a right. hard time answering I mean, questions yeah,
1: for them. Yeah. But
6: well, I mean, every I mean, question is like it's a hot dog.
1: Yeah. What do you <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, the, the, the crap they don't put in spam goes in here do you really yeah, want to right. eat that? <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. but if you flew like a skull and bones off the back of it or something maybe Yeah, I mean I, I think spam know. like the people that are like they're a fun crowd like the people that when we would do spam jam you know down in yeah. Austin they used to have it over every Father's Day and sure. Hawaii started it back up again this year they have spam jam every June or something like that May and it's like it's just a fun group of people because it's people that like just they don't care what other people think like they're going right. to eat what they want to eat they're going to do what they want to do and like But we met a lot of interesting people throughout the course. We have a a stripper in here that uses Spam Stripper. Spam as one of her props. We never saw her. We just got a picture. So I can't firsthand account for what it was. But that, you know, so like that's interesting. There's restaurants that are fully devoted to spam, which is interesting. You know, I can't go there if you're vegan or on a diet or, you know, don't (laughs) have a bathroom nearby. Uh, There's a spam museum? That's in Austin. That's phenomenal. They moved it uh it used to be between 2001 it was a little trivia here was going to have the grand opening uh september uh 10th 2001 Mm -hmm. oh uh no it was the other way around like the 12th or 13th it was like two days after september 11th okay so pulled the plug on that sure didn't do that but then it opened quietly tom brokaw came in gave a speech
6: Greatest Generation, yeah. Greatest Generation.
3: <laughs> Does it have something to do with the Greatest Generation?
1: Well, spam, Tom. The well, I, I'm in.
6: They love to eat. Yeah, they <laughs> love to eat that spam.
1: And now they moved it downtown, so it's a little more the heart of the city. But it's all the same. Uh, yeah, I, exhibits. I, I, yeah, I think the boy and I saw that a couple uh,
6: years ago. But uh, it hasn't changed since then. The beating heart no. of Austin. No,
1: some of our ads are running on the TV. I got a picture of the girls were standing in front of some of our ads on the TV screen, which, you know, that's what Dad does. Keeps the wheels of capitalism moving. <laughs> right
4: on. Yeah. God bless you. God wow. bless you.
1: But the museum's great. They have volunteers that give you free samples, so you can go there and try. Uh, and it's one of those deals where they kind of put a fork in grand beef, and it's like, can you gussy it up a little But Yeah. It's okay. It's a little pretzel with a little cube, one-inch yeah. cube of Spam. You get a taste. But they you can learn about it around the world, see a bunch of different flavors, And then buy sandals or socks or, you know, whatever you want. Mittens with spam on it. Hoodie. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
4: I I just remember one thing. There are, in cleaning up my mom's house years ago, you know, after she passed, multiple recipe boxes Mm. that the aunts would get together, neighbor ladies would get together, church women would get together and trade recipes. And and there were several involving Austin's Finest. Mm. And the one that really shook me to my core. I think we even talked about on Cooking with the In-Laws.
5: Was
3: that what we called the segment? Cooking with the Parents.
4: Cooking with the Parents, yes. But it was a. It, they, they asked you to, in a blender, grind up several cans of Spam, cut the top off an actual pineapple. I don't know what you're going to do with the pineapple, but it didn't involve the recipe. And then you'd kind of shape the Spam into a pineapple shape, frost it with that kind of cream cheese frosting and the little olives on every yeah. you know, kind of a diamond pattern. Wow. Um, wow! And then you put the actual leaves, you know, the crown of the pineapple back on top of this thing. And it was <laughs> it was an hors d'oeuvre.
6: So a, a pineapple murder purely for decoration. Just for the greens. Just <laughs> yes, yes. throw yes. out the meat right, at the top. Right, wow.
1: Right. That is a lot. I don't think I've make, very never cooked it with it that had much a shine. Yeah. <laughs> and it looked very orange, you know. And eating you got a lot of like, Toothpick fatality I potentials. Would think. When, when, I would when, think. One of
6: the first times I met with one of the Hormel food scientists, he was telling me that this this legend about spam was, uh, you know, one of those uh, couples uh, where he had the basement and she had the upstairs, you know. Right. And so when when he passed and they cleared out his all of his, you know, tools and all of that stuff, they found a couple pallets of, like, original spam. Wow. And I, I, I forget that he they didn't know what year, but it was one of the first runs, you know, the yeah. first couple of years. So it was from 37 or 38. Sure. Wow. And this was in the late uh late eighties, early nineties. And you know, this woman wrote in and said, I have all of this spam as can I still eat it? Yes. And they said, Please send us some. We've yeah. never we've never seen any that old. Yeah. And they tested it and it was fine. Yeah. Wow.
4: Yeah. No, that it's it's unbelievable. There was a uh, Funny Sunday paper parody by a comedy magazine popular in the seventies, and I just remember they were definitely taking a shot at the Minnesota product. Yeah, because they referred to it as perpetual lunch meat. You know, <laughs> we're selling this in a one-pound wad; will last forever without refrigeration. Yeah, how could you go wrong? You know, I, was like, I don't. You're know, taking shots. You no, go, they've, go they, ahead. They've, they've never
6: sh- figured out a perpetual motion machine, right? But here we have perpetual lunch meat. Lunch meat. Yeah, yeah. it's never going right. to go bad. I mean, this stuff.
1: It, well else was crazy is like people will eat soup. You know, same cooking process. You yeah. know, soup has meat in it. You know, all sorts right. of flavors, and yet that's okay. Sure, but it's the same thing. The way that it gets cooked in a can, it gets pasteurized. It yeah. like kills all the bad stuff, so it can be shelf stable. So many products within that, you know, grocery aisles. Same thing, but right. spam. Just think, it's a bad rep. It does. It's a love hate.
4: It's a love hate, and I, I. It's it's funny, but the, but it takes me back to being a kid, and you know, where's mom? Doesn't matter. Eat your spam. <laughs> <laughs> we always had grilled Spam, and I loved it. You know, it's I mean, the meat that won the war, boys. Yes, yes, and as long as it was sliced thinly enough. You know, I didn't yeah. want a, I didn't want a, a hearty Spam steak or, you know, a, a tenderloin. or I wanted, like, just, man, cut it as thin as you can and get it crispy. Yeah. Then we're good, you know. make Yeah, that was good stuff. So, Bjorn, your dad liked to uh, grill chicken with the fresh, fresh dressing
3: french yes. dressing yes. western french dressing yeah. well he, i'm not Did you ever
4: try it with uh, spam
3: avant-garde chef that, that sounds I, like he a, may have pretty good I,
4: he made some very odd things in his life but Flammable, uh, spam but really good he couldn't really ruin i mean he just uh <laughs> if we were having it though we were going to be having it with some type of barbecue sauce you were going to get barbecue sauce alongside your spam ah that was part of the gig
6: Huh? That, that should be a new te- spam tagline. Spam. Just try to screw this up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I dare you. You yeah. can't ruin it. You, you, can't, you can't mess it. You can't do it. It can't be done. Yeah. Wow. Challenge accepted.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: well, so I, it, it sounds like there is a amount of pride for having written the book. Any any other last memories you have of the experience of putting that book together?
1: I mean, we we're really holding, holding out on the movie rights. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you have to materialize, but if you hear yeah. this and think well, that it would make you, a... you never
6: know. Yeah. yeah. You know. yeah I was, I was going to do an audiobook version, but...
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> the saddest part of it was... I mean, there's several sad parts, but the saddest, I'll tell you, is uh, they did a Kindle version. Um, really? And essentially, it's just these pages scanned yeah. with the images and then the type flowing and so it's one of the worst and it still sells cuz we get our quarterly, you know, sales updates or right. whatever right uh-huh. um, but it'll always be one or two Kindle sales and I just feel bad for those people to buy it because it's uh, <laughs> it a pretty bad experience, experience on a Kindle. Yeah. So
4: much of the book is visual. It's I mean, all visual. It's, it's, right. it's yeah.
1: beautiful. I mean, it's like yeah. every page. Is I
6: don't think anyone's of... ever read a word that I wrote. <laughs> they just no. look at the images. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
4: As can be proven by all that like Aztec you threw in there that no one... <laughs> right. Oh, look, it's Nahuatl. I don't even know what this says. That, that pictures is was... beautiful. My God. That was
6: a funny thing during the writing of this was uh, going back and forth between between Simon & Schuster's editors and, yeah. and Hormel's legal team, yeah. and sometimes we didn't finish a section and we, we threw Greek text in there just to see how it would flow. Yeah. And, and some lawyers would be like, uh, we're going to need a translation. Of this. <laughs> You're not getting away with that. I don't know
1: what lorem ipsum means.
6: I don't know what <laughs> yeah. you think. Yeah, what I googled kinda? it and there's no translation. You need to figure. Tom foolery. I mean, Simon & Schuster wanted us to push the envelope yep. to go huge with it, right. and Hormel wanted us to, you know, be be playful but respectful, and so sure. we, we needed. To, but that was a that was to have those two masters to try to create this book. That was a difficult thing, yeah. but um, we we got through it. We tried it,
1: and I mean, to Hormel's credit, they, I mean, they maybe only had two or three changes, like. You know, oh, okay. in retrospect, That's I, they good, probably yeah. saved our, you know, yeah. s- our, <laughs> yes. our image on so, a few so, of those. Some <laughs> of the jokes that they
6: pulled, I'm like, okay. In hindsight, thank you. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> helped us. A little, yeah, but they really let you know. They, they gave us a lot of creative freedom, right. and I mean, right. I still think that even you know, to the minute it hit the bookshelves, they thought we were, you know, good luck with that pipe dream. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. You Boys, think you're getting a book published? Yeah. Like, good luck with that.
6: Well, I mean, then you know, jokes on them. I mean, look at us now. We're in we're in your backyard. You know rolling that podcast like 15 years after we yeah <laughs> golden <laughs> helicopters <laughs> over there getting refueled that's
1: right waiting to take a take off wow
5: <laughs> well
6: there
3: you go like spam just doesn't go away so i think that's your right. book is going to be around just as long and a great
4: reference for people stable. yeah yeah but it's uh, really
1: the, yeah the only thing i you know the highlight and the only light of my career really so appreciate yeah. you uh Bringing it back and giving me uh, three minutes of happiness and uh, fifteen minutes of fame with the yeah. can of spam. I've been
6: waiting next yeah. to the phone since two thousand seven. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. I mean, I disconnected my landline like ten years ago, but it's still <laughs> I I wait, still sit there. by I it, still <laughs> wait there. I mean, I yeah, should have forwarded that number. Maybe. I mean, really, because at this point, like
1: our wives have gotten really tired talking about spam, so just anybody yeah. else to yeah. yeah. talk to is really just a welcome addition. <laughs> wow and there's
4: well, no there's no future uh, other style of odd prepared sequel shelf stable
1: <laughs> offering <laughs> yeah. the book of Campbell yeah. soup or something yeah fago
4: <laughs> fago soft drink flavors yeah. that that yeah. never made I it i mean through. it's
1: been this is tangential but i've kept in touch with our agent uh, lori Apkmeyer. yeah she's yep. phenomenal and it's interesting the the book publishing has changed so much because when we submitted it in 2005 we We thought we had to write, you know, like a bunch of the book, but we only submitted maybe two or three written pages. And then it was like the business plan for like, who's going to buy it? How much disposable income do they have? Like how many, like it was a business proposal and a Word document that we just stapled our couple pages of the book to the back end. Whereas now I was talking to her about this just even a few months ago. She said, it's, it's really all about your following. She's like. Nobody will even take your phone call if you don't have a couple hundred thousand Twitter followers. Oh, oh my So she's God. like, You wow. wouldn't get this done for a million of reasons. Wow. But uh, wow. she's like, And, and she, well, for, for one thing, she's like, You need a finished book. You don't buy on spec anymore, mm-hmm. which we wouldn't have been able to do. No. And then, because uh, I mean, we have barely any drive to begin with, so like at least having a contract <laughs> saying we had to do it was nice. It's all that spam. I, I got yeah. out of bed
6: shortly before I, I came here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like
1: that was good. But so we wouldn't have been able to do it on a one page, and then we don't, you know, have I, I have like a dozen followers, so I'd be in trouble.
5: <laughs>
3: wow. Well, what a fantastic evening, guys. Yes. I, I, I know it so took much, us a while to, to finally... Hound you down and, and get yeah. to talk to you, but I'm so glad we could get that to do this in person and talk all things spam, and I'm, I'm excited. I think for our upcoming autumn trip to the cabin, we're going to have to... We're,
4: there will be at least one can. Yeah, one. we're, we're going to do it. At least one. Yeah, we're going
3: well, to probably gonna, push for the... Uh, I think right over the open fire,
6: you know, the jalapeno or better. perhaps the... I, I, yeah, I think you could just do a podcast that's just sizzling spam. <laughs> yeah. Just like, you know, for, for, for like brown noise.
1: Sleet. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. One Absolutely. podcast would be all melon balling sounds <laughs> <laughs> as a spam. The sucking and the slurping. And the other one would be on the work. frying <laughs> one. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> What's
6: that? Okay.
4: Wow. The unreleased scenes from Alien. Oh yeah. my gosh! <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! All right. Yeah, thank you for having
1: us. That's great. Ah, oh, absolutely. Thank you. Hungry now.
3: Don't go away just yet. Bjorn and I will talk about what's coming up in our next episode right after this.
4: station podcast network is proud to announce our newest feature a cooking segment to enjoy while you fill your tank or check the pressure on your atv's tires cabin cooking with the parents this
2: week's cooking with the parents recipe frosted sandwich loaf
3: sometimes there's a big family event happening at the cabin or the lake place and you need food for a crowd try frosted sandwich loaf start by pre-ordering several white bread unsliced pullman loaves from your favorite bakery cut several slices lengthwise down the pullman loaf next mix up a batch of your favorite ham tuna or chicken salad and then spread the layers of bread with roughly a half inch layer of meat salad put a layer of bread on top and repeat the process until you have a layer cake of white bread with alternating layers of ham tuna or chicken salad in between each bread layer once the loaf is assembled, frost the loaf with a frosting made of equal parts softened cream cheese, mayonnaise, and sour cream. Decorate the loaf with a pattern of thinly sliced rings. Thinly sliced. Once the loaf is frosted, decorate the loaf with a pattern of thinly sliced rings of green olive stuffed with pimento. Green olive stuffed with pimento. If you're feeling really extravagant, lay out a lattice pattern. <laughs> if you're feeling really extravagant, Lay out a lattice pattern between the olive slices with anchovy (laughs) flatties. Man alive! How eyes will pop at the sight of this buffet heavyweight. Cut individual slices of the loaf for your (laughs) (laughs) chest. And be uh, cut individual. (laughs) But means me. me. (laughs) Oh, sorry, folks. I. Lloyd's gotten into the laughing gas
5: and <laughs>
3: uh, okay, cut.
4: Well, that was a very entertaining evening's conversation what a lot of with Dustin and Dan it uh, was crackling of the fire in the background oh yes cool autumnal Minnesota air as the Sun is setting and talking about ham and pork and yeah all the lots of different flavorings
3: didn't realize it's like oh yeah I know spam it's funny but
4: but but it's also kind of good it doesn't taste half bad if it's sliced thinly and fried right crisp. yeah i mean it's absolutely so we all make our jokes yes and but we like we all uh, have our like dan said commentary but everybody's got a ham story or spam right. story sorry a spam right.
3: story and and right. it's it's not just laughing at it it's laughing with it right right and um... But yeah, our, our, our thanks to those guys. I should we should thank Buck Fielding
4: too because uh, I used to work with those kind two. Of a, kind of the go-between for us here. It was nice and Good said, connectors. "Oh yeah. my
3: God, you guys got to talk to them." They, they wrote a, the, the book of spam. The and,
4: lads o oh, spam. Yes,
3: that's right. So thanks, Buck, for setting you know suggesting that idea. Right. In fact, he right. contacted them first, you know, just to make sure that they were kind of keen to the idea.
4: Right, and they were. It's kind of funny to me how it's, it turns into, like you said, by the end of the chat. You know, covering the history, covering some of the funny sides of things, and the spread of Spam across Polynesia. <laughs> right. You know, it's like a sushi mainstay. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, a breakfast plate, uh, a lunch plate kind of offering. But by gad, by the end of the show, I was thinking, I, I think I want to find that jalapeno Spam. <laughs> like, yeah. Fry it, you know, fry it up in a pan.
3: Yeah, yeah, nice open fire. It could be pretty good. I mean I mean we, we Cube it uh, a couple of toothpicks and oh my gosh. It's been so long since I've it has. had some minutes it's
4: and it's very findable. And it needn't be.
3: Yeah, right.
4: <laughs> it doesn't need to be. Treat yourself yes. to a can of spam. Yes, today
3: indeed. <laughs> I gotta fetch my glasses here because I wanted to make sure I
4: A I, quick uh, thank you to uh, all yeah, those involved the, with the book, right? That's
3: uh, right. Well, the yeah, you can find the book. You know, just look on Amazon. I I guess and that, find it. It any was published in
4: book purveyors.
3: 2007, but you can find it as I did easily and got it quickly. It's from Atria Books, which is a division of division. Simon and Schuster. Simon and Schuster, and um, you know, it just. I don't think it can get old. It's just sort of a oh, cool, great. Yeah. cool thing to have out on the coffee table. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Pick it up and open it up anywhere and have, have a chuckle. Yeah. Uh, and then, then ask, well, did anybody get any spam? I'm kind of hungry.
4: <laughs> so it's... Looking at all these old spam ads, it's I've got kind of a hankering. For right. Right. Crisp fried slab. Speaking
3: of like eating spam over an open fire, possibly, we're, we're heading up soon. Autumn trip for our October autumn trip. You bet. And, uh, and, Looking and forward to it, folks. Just in case, you know, I know we've we've had kind of a well, let's, should we say a
4: spare uh, track running this year? It's been a busy summer. We can't, we can't deny. Kind of, yeah, kind of a college visits, yeah. and European junkets, and COVID. <laughs> <You> well, <know? laughs> there's that. It took a while to get here, but when it did, it made its mark. But yeah, I mean, we're back in business. Yes. And for those who are chomping at the bit, going, when when are you gonna kind of reignite and, and get back to get back to work, you slugs? We're there. We are there. The seasonal offering, we love to right. refer to as the annual Halloween show. Yes. Will yes, Will be indeed. coming your way.
3: We've been working on that. We have. Um, we have. While we've been sort of getting our our handful of shows recorded and interviews done, right. we've been re- recording some some bits specifically for. We have the Halloween Absolutely. season episode. And uh, so Don and I are going to be slavishly working on that one to quickly follow up before Halloween passes us Without by. Without a doubt, yeah. So brace yourselves for that. Uh, so right after this great uh, interview with Dustin and Dan and all things Spam, we're, we're going to have our Halloween All Hallows' Eve spook All Show. Souls' Day. Yes. Wow. Love it. You bet. Love it. At any rate, I think we should get working on that. Let's uh, go do this so we'll uh, drain the left la- well maybe I'll, I'll have a cup of on another pot caffeine let's do it and uh, start working on that get, one get working on uh, so we're not making people wait too long that's right that's so, right thanks for hanging out with us around the fire and uh, we'll be we'll be talking here real soon. all right good
4: night.